What up? What up? What's going on today? Man, it's Thursday, y'all. It's Thursday. This your boy, Daydrin. We on episode 14 of the Couch Potato Podcast. It's December 17th. Straight out of Houston, Texas by way of Katie. Man, there's so much to talk about. So little time. But I'm going to try to make it work. Um, the NFL, we're going to talk about the Monday night game. Man, that Monday night game was off the chain. It was one of the best games all year. We're going to talk about why is James Harden overweight. We're going to talk about LeVar Ball. Hopefully he didn't ruin it for LiAngelo. And a little MLB talk as well. So, oh, and at the end also, I'm going to give a Dear Houston fans. So let's just get right into it. How do y'all feel about this whole Elf on the Shelf thing? Um, I see them on social media all the time where they're doing different activities and things like that. For me personally, it looks weird. I've seen too many movies to make me want to be like, if I saw one, I'd probably kill it. Even though it's not alive, I would probably step on it, cut its head off, you know, just, you know, because I've seen too many movies. And now I have children who love dolls and stuff like that. They don't put them in different places secretly trying to scare me or anything like that. But I don't want to run that risk, you know? So, you know, that's my take on it. Maybe your take may be different. I don't know. But um, <clears throat> I guess we just, everybody have different opinions. Um, a lot of people use them around this time, obviously. It's, it's the elf. It's Christmas time. So... But that, that's my whole thought on it. Um, I don't want them in my house. Because if I see it and it's somewhere where I'm not expecting to see it, it's going to be a 187 on that elf. Anyway, so let's talk about this Monday night football game. Monday night, man, the Ravens and the Browns. So obviously my prediction was wrong because I believe I said the score was going to be 31-21 Cleveland. Yeah, both teams scored 40-plus points. And it was one of the better games all week from, from the weekend. And it almost reminded me of when the Chiefs played the Rams a couple of years ago. It really came down to who had the ball last. And it just so happened that although the the Ravens kicked the field goal with like a couple of seconds left, um, Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns did get the ball for like two seconds and it ended up being a safety. That's how they got the 47. So... What I saw in that game, man, it was a back-and-forth battle. And there's really no one to blame except maybe the defenses. Maybe the defensive coordinators need to uh, update their resume. But other than that, I mean, Lamar Jackson, man, 11-17, 163 yards, one touchdown, and ran for 124 yards with two touchdowns. So he was he had a, he had a, he had a busy day. Um, also, Baker Mayfield didn't play bad at all. I mean, he, he would not be denied 20, 28 out of 47, 343 yards, two touchdowns, and he had a rushing touchdown as well. Nick Chubb did it on the ground for the, for the, for, for the Cleveland Browns, um, 82 yards rushing, two touchdowns, and 20, 21 yards receiving. Also, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt I'm sorry, um, that's a, a, a bad tandem. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt in the backfield. They can easily swap out and do the same damage. But Kareem Hunt had 33 yards rushing and a touchdown, but he also had 77 yards receiving with a touchdown. Oh, man, I was like, this game, like, 
I didn't want to change it. Like I had to keep my eyes glued in on the game because I didn't know what was going to happen. Then it was reported that Lamar Jackson had cramps. So I'm not sure what exactly happened, but from from what I've been told, and I can kind of see it, um, he he had to go do number two because when Trace McSorley went down, um, Lamar Jackson had that walk like he was sitting down on the toilet and his legs fell asleep. That's just my take on it. And the way he ran out there, you know, his his legs fell asleep, so he was trying to get that feeling back in the legs. But boy, on that fourth and on that fourth and five, he came out there and threw a dime to Hollywood Brown for a touchdown. And man, I mean, that game was amazing. So tonight and as well as Saturday, there's a couple of games that's coming on. The Chargers and the Raiders are playing the Las Vegas Raiders at that. Uh, I'm going to pick the Raiders just because, I mean, Justin Herbert is going to play lights out. And, he, you know, he's probably going to throw it to Keenan Allen a lot. Uh, but other than that, I see the Raiders winning it unless Derek Carr just doesn't show up or have a bad game like he did against the Falcons. Who knows? Also, Saturday's games, Bills and the Broncos are playing. I'm um, going to pick the Bills only because the Broncos don't look like they're a good team. And, well, they're not a good team. Obviously, their record shows for it. So, I'm picking the I'm picking the Bills. And the Panthers and the Packers also play Saturday night. I'm picking the Packers because Aaron Rodgers, in the words of Stephen A. Smith, he's a bad man. And, yes, he is a candidate for MVP. He should win it. If not Pat Mahomes, you know, because, you know, football is just like basketball. It goes off, you know, how good your record is, um, how far you even go in the playoffs, so to speak. Even though it's a season award, they still look at what you do in the postseason as well. So, J.J. Watt, once out of Houston, but can you blame him? I mean, you blow a 24-point lead against the Chiefs in, a, in like seven minutes. They were up 24-0 last year in the divisional round, and they were down 28-24 before halftime. Then, then... You get rid of arguably the best player in Texans history. Let him go for pennies on the dollar. Because David Johnson ain't worth a deadly squat. Yeah, he got a couple of touchdowns, but he ain't doing what uh, DeAndre Hopkins can do. And you, like I said, you get rid of him for, for, for pennies on the dollar to Arizona. And, you know, although the record is, I think they believe there is six and four or seven and four, the Cardinals, um, they're in playoff contention. And every time something happened to the Texans, your boy D Hop is trolling like, ugh, it's going to happen if you got rid of me. Now, I don't know who's that receiver for Deshaun Watson. And, you know, he's looking at these losses like this is a bad loss. Of, the, you lose, you lose. But you, you sign that contract to get that, that 160. So apparently you want to stay in Houston because if you didn't want to stay, you know, you could have tried to go somewhere else. But, you know, you took that money, so take that money. Also, Mike McCarthy will be back for the Cowboys. This is a wide share for the Cowboys. And 
obviously, you know, losing Dak Prescott is a lot. I understand it. I get it. So, you know, they'll be they'll be ready next year. I'm I'm putting my faith in them. Also, Louis Riddick has been in interviews with the Texans and Detroit. Um, I don't know if if I, I guess if I was in his position, I don't know which one I would take. Also, Rick Smith is also interviewing for the Detroit Lions GM position. Uh, I believe Lewis Riddick, whichever team he decides to sign with, I actually like him on Monday Night Football. You know, I be thinking like every time I see him with a suit on, but like I would tell my wife, I'm like, babe, I want to get that suit because Lewis Riddick is wearing it. He, he could easily be a model for whatever suit mart, whatever suit store, men's warehouse, and he, he would still make a ton of money because it's a nice suit. So um, I hope whatever job he takes, I hope is beneficial for either team. Um, and I believe because Rick Smith is probably interviewing for Detroit, that he may, he may go to the Houston Texans. That'll be an upgrade to who we've had, who the Texans have had for the last five years. And Billy O, um, somebody should send an APB out on him, figure out where he's at. Cause we ain't heard nothing from him since anyway. Quick question, why are they issuing the vaccine to us blacks first? Like, I seen a doctor, a black doctor giving it to a black nurse. And I see, and don't get me wrong, I've already told y'all how I feel about it. I'm not taking the vaccine. I don't even want to take the flu shot because I don't want them to insert a, oops, accidentally gave you the uh, corona clap vaccine. Mm -mm, nah, I'm not sticking no needles in me. Thanks, but no thanks. Um, I just like, no, we don't want to be your test dummies. I'm sorry. And then they're giving it to the women. Like, why are they testing the women first? I don't want the reaction to where I become, you know, like a zombie or something and I'm eating eating flesh. You know, no. Ain't nobody got time for that. So this weekend coming up is championship weekend. All the conference championship games are being played this weekend and... The game I'm excited to see is the number three Clemson Tigers against the number two Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Trevor Lawrence will be playing in this game. So, the the passes that DJ was making and missed on, Trevor Lawrence not going to miss on. So, Notre Dame, hope you tighten your bootstraps. It is, it's it's going to be a, a good one, and you might not come out on top. I'm definitely picking Clemson to win that game. Also, uh, the Northwestern Wildcats are playing the Ohio, the Ohio State Buckeyes. The Northwestern, they have a good defense. They may keep it interesting in the first half, but Ohio State is going to pull away in the second half because they got Justin Fields, Heisman hopeful. Um, also, the OU Sooners, of Oklahoma, the Sooners of Oklahoma, I should say, going against the Iowa State Cyclones for the Big 12 Championship. Um... Steven Rattler is playing a lot better than what he did at the beginning of the year. And I gave him slack for it because I didn't. I think he was overrated. But now that he's getting his reps in and things like that, he's he's playing a whole lot better. So I'm, I'm going to give him credit where credit is due. He's, he's playing a lot better than what he did the first couple of weeks. So I'm going to give him his props. Also, the Louisiana Raging Cajun, number 19th ranked, going against the uh, 
Coastal Carolina Chanticleers in their conference championship match. Um, I don't know who to pick. I'm going to just pick Coastal Carolina because they beat BYU in that matchup. Also, the number one ranked team, the Alabama Crimson Tide is going against the Florida Gators. Uh, the Gators lost a, a bad one to LSU, so Alabama also nobody matching up with them. And again, Devontae Smith should be a Heisman finalist. He should actually win it. Um, the last person to win it that wasn't a quarterback or a running back was, well, well, the last wide receiver, I should say, to, to win the Heisman was Desmond Howard in 91. Now the last player that wasn't a quarterback or a running back to win it was couple of years later in Charles Woodson. So, but I sure hope he wins it on, man. Yeah, Alabama's playing Florida in the SEC championship. Um, also, the Tulsa Golden Hurricanes are going up against the Cincinnati Bearcats in the AAC championship game, conference championship game. And I'm picking the Bearcats only because they're going to come out with bad intentions because they're getting disrespected. Speaking of disrespected, being disrespected, the college football playoff committee is showing a lot of favoritism for certain teams, i.e. Um, Ohio State. Now, no knock on Ohio State. I know you want the big teams and big names up there, but if Ohio State is not playing and they're not dropping down in the, in the rankings of the playoff, why is Cincinnati uh, dropping down? They were ranked seventh. And in two weeks, the two weeks they didn't play because games got postponed, they dropped to nine. I don't think it's fair to them. So, and then, and then what's crazy is that um, Florida lost to LSU, who LSU was unranked, by the way, only went down one spot from six to seven. I don't think that's fair at all. Like, like if if you're gonna do it one way for one team, do it straight down the board. That that's always been my mentality. You know, be be equal about it. That's why with the BCS, the BCS would have would have had Cincinnati. You know, potentially playing for a national championship, potentially. But this playoff, you know, you got a committee of 12, 13 people, and the eye test shows Cincinnati is balling. They they're really beating teams. And a, a non-Power 5 conference team should be able to get in. I'm sorry. You know, if Ohio State only played five games and everybody else ahead of them has played twice that many games, they, you know, Cincinnati deserves a shot. They're undefeated as well. In my opinion, they should be number they should be number five. But that's my opinion. But, man, yeah, the college football player ain't showing no love for them. So, I've, I've realized it, and I've known this for some time now, that you can tell a lot about a person just by what they post or comment on social media. Um, I've never seen so much hate and disdain toward, well, I take that back, I have, with Barack Obama being a president for eight years. Um, Kamala Harris is going to be the first female vice president in office, and... You know, they're naming her nationalities and backgrounds and things like that, which is fine. You know, you know, people are saying, why do you keep talking about color? I'm like, because <laughs> every other vice president has have all been white. So for it to be a first and it's a female too, come on now. Like, stop, stop being mad. Get over it. You, your boy lost. 
by twice as many votes as he did in 2016. And you're still trying to take up for him and like they're calling her a Biden's prostitute or Biden's harlot or Biden's whatever other word. That's what they're calling her. Now, let's, let's for all who don't know, the vice president's job is only a deciding vote between the House and the Senate. So think about that when you're trying to trying to make it seem like, oh, she's going to be doing this and that. And I'm like, really? So the other 45 vice presidents have, have done the bank-up job, right? We just are going to look over them. Like, honestly, the vice president is just a deciding vote. That is it. To sway whichever way to, to give the majority vote. That's it. Stop coming after her like, like, like she did some wrong. I mean, here, here's the thing, and I've said this before. Put your resume next to hers. Put your degrees next to hers. Because I want to see, do you match what she's done? You know, there are blacks hating on her. There are whites. There are Hispanics. There's whatever. You can insert any ethnic background. And they're just mad because uh, Joe Biden chose her. That's who we chose. Would y'all be more upset if it was Obama? Would y'all be more upset if it was a, a white lady? I'm just saying. Like, we, we make excuses or, no, we complain about someone that's black or w whatever the ethnic background is. But if it's a white person, oh, they get all the praise and glory. No, player. No, that ain't what we doing. So, y'all miss me with that. All right, NBA talk. Uh, the latest um, in the NBA, um, the Greek freak is now a super freak after he signed his Supermax, hint, hint, because he's a Greek freak, Supermax. Anyway, if I have to explain it, it's no longer funny. Um, Five-year deal, $228 million to stay in Milwaukee. Do I like it? Eh, who knows? Um, he's been a one-trick pony the last three years, and he's gotten two MVP awards because his team had the best record. But who are you playing in the East? Outside of Miami, Boston, and Toronto. And in the last two years, y'all – Milwaukee has lost in the second round because Chris Chris Middleton is not that number two player that he's supposed to be. He would be a, a number three player on most teams that are that are competing for a championship. He wouldn't even be a number two, but that's who they got. So, also, uh, James Harden still won out even though they got John Wall and Boogie Cousins, but and on top of it, James Harden is overweight. Like you, you, like you can't come making demands and you're out of shape. And I've said this about NBA players, especially NBA players. Like most seasons, you know, the, if you're not making the playoffs, your 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 um season is over in April, and so on and so forth. Unless you win a championship, either way, between April and June, we'll say the middle of June, you're out. You, you know. The season's over with, and you have a month, and you have a month. I, I say I say take a month's vacation, right? But after that month's vacation, I would start, you know, putting that work in and get ready for next season. Clearly, we see who's putting the work in and who's not. And who's not putting the work in is James Harden. James Harden, if you, you want to make yourself tradable, but you, you're overweight. You're like you're about 15, 20 pounds overweight. You're like one hamburger away from looking like Oliver Pig Miller. 
Just saying. You know, get your waiting check, son. If you, if you want to uh, be traded. So, also, um, Leangelo Ball got cut by the Pistons along with two other players. Um, the reason I'm talking about it because I'm thinking like, man, I'm really, I was really rooting for him. I'm still rooting for him. I want to see him on the NBA roster. Um, the good thing is a lot of these teams are, according to the NBA, are allowing 17 players to be on the bench or on the roster or whatever. So hopefully a team will pick him up because, again, I, about, I, I said from watching him, he's the better shooter out of the three ball brothers. Um, and I, and my, my hope is that LeVar Ball didn't get involved. You know, he's rooting for all, all, all the boys to play on one team, and that's just not going to happen. I mean, maybe it may happen in the future or down the line, but it's not happening within the next three or four years. Maybe Jello may may go join with Charlotte or New Orleans, cause Charlotte needs some shooters. New Orleans may need some shooters as well. So he can shoot. But I, I honestly hope Lavar Ball didn't get involved or say, I don't want my son playing for Detroit. Well, okay, let me let me help you. Let him not play for Detroit. I mean, I'm hoping that he didn't get involved. I don't know that he did or didn't. Let me clarify that. I don't know if he did or didn't get involved, but I'm um, I'm just hoping I'm hoping that he didn't. And if he didn't, uh, you know, he just got cut. But like I said, he was the only person that got cut. And a, a lot of teams are shortening up their roster now because the season is starting in, um, in about five days. So a little quick college basketball: Duke won 75-65 against Notre Dame. Villanova beat Butler 85-66, and Ohio State, ranked number 20, lost to Purdue 67-60, and Texas handled Sam Houston State 79-63. Um, there were some few other games they got canceled, ranked teams got canceled or postponed or whatever because of obviously COVID issues and the spread of it. So, also... This is just some miscellaneous stuff I'm going to get into, and then I'm going to get out of y'all's way. Um, Texas freshman quarterback Jay Quindon Jackson enters the transfer portal, obviously because there's potential that Sam Ellinger might come back, and they have another quarterback as well, even if he does go to the draft. So, you know, he's making moves. Um, Who knows where he may go? He was a um, highly recruited quarterback. I'm surprised Texas got him because a lot of these players that play on, like, play for the Alabamas and Ohio States and the Miamis, you know, LSU, you know, they they getting out of Texas. And so, you know, you kind of, like, how you letting these players get out of Texas? Like, how does J.K. Dobbins get out of Texas and go to Ohio State without even wanting to visit? Excuse me, that's crazy. Also, it's, it was signing day, and when I tell you Jackson State racked up, they got some good players, and shout out to all the HBCU schools who are getting these amateur athletes to come join their program. Um, it's about to be a shift, and these players who know their worth are not going to go to a college where there's no benefit for them. Um, so also, since we're talking about the HBCUs, do you think it's wise? Do I think it's wise 
for black players to choose to sign at the HBCUs instead of going to a big name college like Alabama, LSU, or Mississippi State, you know, Oregon, USC, Clemson. I I believe it is. I believe it is wise to join the HBCU because, you know, the these colleges are getting billions of dollars off your name and you can't get not a penny of it. Even if even if someone buys you a piece of candy, you know, you gotta you know, you, you can get it you can get fined for it and get kicked off the team, lose your scholarship and stuff like that. I think that's the craziest thing. So the NCAA wants you to fill the seats, but they don't want to give you a penny of it. Like how is it that a player can have his name on a football jersey in that town during the time that they're there in college paying, you know, a, a fan or a student is paying for it and they don't get uh, the athlete that's, that's named that's on the back of the jersey gets nothing. That's crazy. It's crazy. So I'm, I'm happy that these, these uh, black players are going to HBCUs, you know, doing something different because, hey, I'm rooting for everybody black. That doesn't mean I'm not rooting for anybody else that's trying to, that's trying to succeed in life. But I'm rooting for everybody black. Also, um, well, I'm not going to talk about that. I was going to talk about real quick how um, there's been a shift on ESPN. Um, L. Duncan is going to the evening shift, the 6 p.m. Eastern. Um, they're moving Sage Steele. And what's crazy is that Sage Steele tried to get L. Duncan fired. But that's for another conversation. That's here nor there. I don't know what happened, how it happened. But shout out to L. Duncan. I like her as a analyst on TV, as a broadcaster, as a journalist. Um, you know, Stan Verrett and Neil Everett are my favorite. You know, but I would take, you know, L. Duncan and um, I forgot the guy's name that she's with on the weekends. But I like them on the weekends when I watch it. So I got two final thoughts, y'all, and I'm going to get out of here. I'm making good time, too. Hey. All right. Final thoughts. So the MLB is finally, finally recognizing the Negro League players and their stats. And they're, you know, they're going to formulate all of their stats with the Major League Baseball because it is baseball. Baseball is baseball no matter what color you are. And the fact that they were, there was segregation because they didn't think that they could play the sport. Well, Jackie Robinson proved that wrong. And Hank Aaron. And Barry Bonds. And King Griffey Jr. And Alex Rodriguez. Anybody else you want me to name, you know, change the game. Doc Gooden, Daryl Strawberry, Barry Larkin, Isaac Smith, Joe Carter, Kirby Puckett. You know, they changed the game. Bo Jackson. Jesus. It's like he put it on steroids when he uh, beat out a ground ball to second base. So I'm I'm happy that MLB is finally recognizing that, you know, it's baseball regardless of when it's played, where it's played, who's playing it. Can't you can't segregate everything. Like we need to get out of this mindset of trying to segregate everything, separate 
us or dividing us or whatever, but you know, that's what the enemy wants. You know, they want us to be, he wants us to be divided. So that's something that, hey, we got to be in unity with each other. We and, and you don't always have to agree. You can disagree with somebody and still, you know, be unified. Hey, we can agree to disagree. That's it. Like, for instance, I give a prime example. Don't agree with 45 or any Republicans take on, take on, you know, the whole um, Planned Parenthood thing. Their take is, you know, they, they should have the babies or whatever, but you not but you don't want to provide health care for them. So you, you want them to have the babies, but you don't want to provide a way to help take care of them. I think that's crazy. And I, I, don't, I, I don't always agree with everything the Democrats do. So, I mean, but that doesn't mean I'm going to spew hate because someone disagrees with me. There's enough hate in the world. We need to show love. Also, dear Houston sports fans, um, I think it's time y'all need to divorce these teams. Maybe so much not the Astros, but the Texans, yeah. The Rockets, yeah. It's time for a divorce. Time to just let it go. I think you ought to let it go. Let it go. Yeah. Got to let it go. Let it go. Let them go. The Texans are looking about just as good as the Oilers did back when they were here. Now the Oilers are the Titans now. Um, But, I mean, think about it. Like, the, the championships that, that mean so much here on 93-94 season and 94-95 season when the Rockets won back-to-back. And then after that, they traded four players for Charles Barkley. And in case y'all don't know the names, I'm going to give them to you. Robert Ory, Sam Cassell, Mark Bryant, Chucky Brown for Charles Barkley. Sam Cassell just got you two rings. Robert Ory just got you two rings. Chucky Brown was an integral part in the Rockets winning back-to-back championships here in Houston. And since y'all got Charles Barkley, y'all ain't done nothing since. Oh, a couple of Western Conference Finals? That's about it. There are a number of teams that have won championships. The Spurs have five. The Heat have three. You know, like, come on now. Since then. Like, it's time to do away with them. And the, and the Oilers... There's now the Texans continue to keep letting y'all down. It's time to move on. It is time to move on. I think that is what's best for you Houston fans. The Astros, they got the ring in 2017. They had to cheat to get it. On top of you Darvish, y'all paid you Darvish in Game 7 of the World Series. So y'all could win it. So, yeah. That's my take on that. Other than that, the Astros have been a mediocre team, too. They got to the World Series. I believe they got cheated in game one when they went against the White Sox. That's my take on that as well. So, you know, it is what it is. All right, I'm getting out of here. It's your boy, Daydrian. This is the Couch Potato Podcast. And I'm going to do one more before the year ends, and I'm going to shut it down till the new year begins. So just know that, hey, I love you guys. Thank you for listening. 
And also, don't forget, don't forget to go on Amazon and get my wife's book, Going Up Yonder. It's about going home, be with the Lord. I'm signing out, and until then, I love you, and ain't nothing you can do about it. Peace.